Lightning Lee Murray wanted to be world champion in the UFC. He just happens to be involved in the largest cash robbery in the world. He's definitely not sane. <laughs> Showtime Sports presents the unbelievable true story about the MMA fighter who pulled off one of the largest heists in history. Huge amounts of money, armed gang, disguises, kidnapping. This is the sort of thing you see in Hollywood films. We've never seen that for real. Catching Lightning, streaming Friday, April 7th, only on Showtime. Streaming with Paramount+. Plus. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba da ba ba ba. Right, well, um, welcome back or welcome to the uh, Orange Weekly pregame podcast. As uh, as we come into a new week here against the That's Bills, right? right? Woohoo! Yeah, the big bad Bills. Mm, big, yeah, big excitement already. Um, Kevin, you seem really eager. You got a rant. Oh, there are so many rants, and you know, I'm just gonna say, if you want to see me rant, just go watch the Tuesday night Facebook uh, Bourbon Broncos No BS. I'm sure it might come up during the conversation here, but especially when it comes to Drew Locke, Garrett Bowles, and some of those things. Uh, oh, don't even get me yeah. on the Lock and Four article. That's that's been beat. Uh, that 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 horse has been beat, man. We're on a Buffalo. We're on a Buffalo. Cool. So, what um, what are your thoughts? Let's just get into it. Then, like, what, what's what's going on with Buffalo? Do you think um, are they going to beat us? Are we going to win? What you know? Where are their advantages? What's uh, your your? First I don't want to show my cards too early. Um, <laughs> David, I'll, I'll let you start talking about this one first. I'll, I'll start by saying it's just going to be kind of a tough one. I mean, obviously, it, when we look back at this game the last few weeks, we knew that having those two early games in those Easter in that Eastern time slot against two pretty good teams uh, in the Vikings and the Bills, at least according to what their records say they are, they're pretty good teams. Uh, so, you know, B- Buffalo's 7-3 and three coming into this week. Um, and, you know, a team that doesn't have elite production from the quarterback position, but a team that finds a way to get, uh, get enough offense every week and to, you know, put that up with a pretty good defense. You know, they kind of do um, oh, what yeah. the Broncos wanted to do this this season they wanted to play good defense they wanted to run the ball really effectively and have their passing game come out of that and they've been able to kind of get that going this year second year uh second year man josh allen at the helm for them uh they averaged just a little more than 210 passing yards per game uh it looks like and that to me says that this is a team that's not asking him to do too much you know they want to see. You know he's no, a guy, of course, nice. very young. Um, the you know, the hype about him was his his big arm, his arm strength, his athleticism, his ability to kind of make plays with his legs, as well as his you know rocket arm. Uh, a guy that many people thought might end up in a Broncos uniform, uh, just because he's got you know so many traits that John Elway kind of prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. You know, can- see that's an interesting one. Uh, do you do you think we should have uh, taken Josh Allen, then, or would you like to have Josh Allen on this team? Say you know, yeah. say those stars are uh, right? Nah, I, I wasn't a big fan then, and I can't say that a first year under last year's coaching staff 
would have helped Josh Allen's development in any way. So I'm going to go with no just because of the trajectory our team took. And, you know, maybe if maybe if you were able to start him with Rich Gangarello at the beginning, the answer would be a little bit different for me. But as it stands, the way everything played out, I, I'm glad we don't have him. Yeah. Kevin, how, uh, how about you? What uh, the, you the interesting thing there is, is Josh Allen has gone five straight games now without throwing an interception. And uh, that's just something that we, we all know we struggle with getting turnovers in our favor. Uh, defense has been doing really well. We've really bounced back from – um, the game against Leonard Fournette when he ran completely over us. I mean, the run defense has gone from last in the league to, I think, again, in the, in the top 10 at least. Uh, so we've really mm-hmm. rebounded from that. But one thing that just continues to haunt us is that turnover ratio. And while we've kind of got – we've won a couple times, you know, gotten a, an a interception or a fumble here, it's still something that we continually struggle with. And when we're facing a quarterback that hasn't thrown an interception in five games – uh, that, that's that's kind of concerning for me. And if I, you know, looking back at their last five games, you know, they play the Dolphins, okay, so what? They play the Browns, okay, so what? They play the Redskins, okay, so what? Uh, they did play the Eagles, where uh, they lost 31-13. to Then they played the Dolphins again before that. So really, out of this list, the only team that they've played is the Eagles. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not counting, I'm not trying to discount their 7-3 to record, but... You know, there's there's some, and I'm trying to look at this from both ways where they haven't really played too many notable teams lately. Uh, but you can't discount a quarterback at the same time who hasn't thrown a pick in five weeks. For sure, and I think that you know with Josh Allen, he's not technically very good. I mean, his technique is is what you know he is good quarterback, but his technique is flawed. Like he throws a lot of errant balls. Like a lot of his interceptions, especially the three against New England, were just really bad balls. And so like he's very prone to doing that. But for some reason, like you said, Kev, like he's been doing you know significantly better recently with with that. And um, you know, I I just think that he's a quarterback who's very scrappy. Like he just gets the win. You know, he he puts his uh, shoulders down and he gets the extra yards when he runs. He gets the ball to the receivers when he needs to. And there's just a lot of positive with him that, uh, you know, he's just very resilient and tenacious. And I I really respect him for that. I think that, you know, his personality is is really good. And he just needs a really good quarterback coach to fix his feet and, you know, his whole, like, you know, discipline Mm -hmm. on his technique. Exactly. You know, who knows? But he's not a, a top five guy by any means. I think he's very stoppable. And, you know, I think that, you know, the Bills, their true strength comes from their defense, which is a very, very difficult unit to, to score against, oh, yeah. right? And I think that's going to be the biggest challenge coming up this week. I think I, I, the Broncos' defense can absolutely handle Josh Allen. You know, I can't expect the Bills to put up more than, what, like 17 yeah. points maybe? I can believe yeah. that. Yeah, if you, know, if you shut down, you know, shut down that Bills running game, I think you, you, you're putting it in the right person's hands at least – for the stand from the standpoint of your defense if you're putting it in Josh Allen's hands that's you know shut down that run game and force him to beat you with his arm he's got a big arm but like you said he makes a lot of errant throws and if you know just one comes down in the in the arms of our defense that can that can have a big impact on a game like you guys say I think it's going to be low scoring as well the majority of their games have been low at least maybe not low scoring but fairly close i mean even the the pats game was 16 to 10 you know that uh, they they lost against the Browns, but uh, that that score was nineteen to sixteen. So, uh, you know their their defense is doing really well. Um, but you say shut down the run game, and you're completely right. That's exactly what we did last week against uh, Dalvin Cook. You know we shut him down, uh, but then we forced Kirk Cousins to throw the ball. And Kirk Cousins, I think, is a much different, much more agile 
a better quarterback in my mind than uh, Josh Allen is. So I think that that recipe, look, if you shut down the run game and you force the quarterback to throw, more often than not, that should get you the win. Uh, But Mm -hmm. the the thing that goes with that is we have to stop, at least stop the pass game somewhat, which we failed to do at the entire second half last week. And and you're right in that Kirk Cousins, at least this year's version of Kirk Cousins, is a very different player than Josh Allen is in a very different stage of his career. Uh, You know, Kirk Cousins, a guy who's kind of having a career renaissance right now, and um, Josh Allen, just not that quality of a guy. Uh, Doesn't have the weapons around him either. Has, I mean, let's see, Cole Beasley, John Brown, uh, let's see, Robert Foster, ooh, our old friend Isaiah McKenzie, uh, Andre Andre Roberts, um, you know, let's see, tight ends, Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft, Lee Smith, and Tommy Sweeney, I'm guessing at least one of those guys most, plays mostly fullback. Uh, so, you know, there's not that quality of, you know, there's no Stefan Diggs is out there. There's no Adam Thielen's out there. Uh, so I think we've got a little bit different challenge just as far as matching up this week against those skill position players. Um, you know, Devin Singletary is that, I think, is, is the big name that I'm really going to be looking at. Uh, can we shut down that guy? Because he likes to play out of the backfield. He's really a multi-purpose weapon for them. He's got a lot, a lot of speed. He's a guy that can burn at defense and really one of the only guys on this team, as I'm looking, that can burn at defense. But you've also got Frank Gore in there, who is, you know, 36 going on 22 when he runs some weeks. <laughs> it's yep. just ridiculous how effective this yep. guy manages to still be. He's a, he's a- Beast, man. That guy's endurance and his ability to keep his body healthy and his mind right to play for so long. It's like, it's awesome. I just absolutely love seeing this guy still play. Um, But, you know, I think John Brown, I think the the receivers on the offense are very uh, limited. You know, you got a John Brown who's a deep threat. That's what he excels at. Everything else, I mean, he can do, but it's not his best work. He he gets behind a safety in a corner and, and catches the ball. That's his best work. And Cole Beasley is one of the best slot receivers, short yarded sort of West Coast guys around the league who can just, you know, get those hitches and those smart routes, um, smart route, whatever they're called. And, mm-hmm. You know, so you don't really have anybody who can kind of like you said, David. Like, there's no Cortland Sutton's on this on this team. No, exactly. That you have to meticulously go down the field with this offense and and be very strategic with how you play. And um, you know, I think I think they're very stoppable. It's again, I just really go back to this Bills defense, and I think that they are so good across the board that like Brandon Allen is just, you know, he's gonna. I think he's just gonna be shut down. Like. It's 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 gonna be interesting to see. But uh, how do how do you guys like Brandon Allen so far? the, the best quote that I've heard so far from Cortland Sutton is, you know, he's the guy that's providing a spark to the offense that no one else can right now. And that's okay. that's exactly what this offense needs is some life. And yeah. we never got that yeah. from Flacco. He always had that face of just, yeah, he's calm, cool, collected. But to a point, you have to have some energy to get your offense going. Yeah. And we never saw that. From Brandon Allen, that's exactly what we're saying. He's getting excited. He's getting the guys around him hyped up. Um, and that's yeah. that's what this offense needs. It needs a breath of fresh air. It needs a little bit of life. And that's what Brandon Allen has done. And, um, you know, there's a couple things, obviously, we need to really improve on this week. We can't have, you know, three and outs over and over again in the second half. And um, But he's doing the right thing. He's putting the ball in, in, the, in a position where the wide receivers have a chance to make a play. And, man... Corbin Sutton, I mean, that says, you've seen his play enough alone. That tells you he didn't just improve mm. in one week. Mm. That's the difference that uh, the, the change between Flacco and Brandon Allen has made. And I, it's, 
is he the quarterback of the future? No. And we can get to that later. I don't think so. He's a very, very, very strong backup quarterback that I would want to have on the team because we can see what he can do just stepping into that role. Uh, but for the time being, he's he's exactly what Broncos country and the offense needs. Just yep. something different yeah. for sure. But who knows? Maybe he spends another year on the bench and, and he turns out to be like a Kyle Allen <laughs> with the Panthers. You know, just kind of sort of comes off uh, the practice squad and, and excels and, you know, they just took it, needed yeah. a few years well, to get better. You know, who knows? We'll but. see. I think he's going to be uh, he's going to be pretty challenged though by the Bills, man. They they know that he's inexperienced, and they know that you know where the weaknesses are on the Broncos' offense. And you know, Sean McDermott is no schlub. He's a very good defensive coordinator and a pretty good head coach too. Like the Bills are exceeding expectations; they are overreaching this year at seven and three. And the the games that they've won, they've done a good job to win. They they've earned the wins. You know what I mean? It's not like flukes, right? I mean, yes, but I wish we got to play the the Dolphins twice and the Redskins and well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, se- seven yeah, is like, seven and three. Seven isn't. and three is seven and three. But I wish it's we. It's like the Patriots being. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think the Bills are just they're you know they're they're not the best team. But I think they'll fight for a wild card spot. Sure. Spot, and I think they're just very competitive and and uh, and it's off the back of their. Defense. Well, they have confidence. I'm sure anybody could play. Yeah. I think anybody could play quarterback on this team and produce the same kind of results. You know what I mean? I think Josh Allen just has that level of tenacity and just sort of like, you know, that that extra edge to go and get that extra yards that it just makes that difference, sure. you know, so they, they've they've been able to just win the tight games um, or blow it to the Patriots by sure, three right. picks, you know. Depends what kind of yeah, Josh Allen sure. you get that day. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, who's... Um, a name besides Tredavious White on this defense, because obviously that's a guy that you just you don't want to go anywhere near. Um, but at the same time, I think if you see him matched up against Cortland Sutton, like you probably will, th- I don't know that that's necessarily going to scare away anybody on the Broncos sideline from trying to go to him, because I think they trust Cortland Sutton to go up and win a one-on-one matchup against some of these big-name cornerbacks now. So... Oh, uh, you you can't you can't not throw yeah, you gotta, you, 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 so much of your offense comes from big plays to that guy anymore that you you really gotta try to feed him as much as possible no matter who's covering him. Uh, so who besides Tre'Davious White do you guys see as a standout name on this Bills defense as somebody who's who's going to cause trouble? I got to go to Tremaine Edmonds right away. The guy's the leading tackle on the team. He's six five yeah. and he's a middle linebacker. Six feet five at a middle linebacker that's huge, man. Like. He covers a great area of space just with his <laughs> arms alone. So he can bat balls down. He can reach for tackles that other players can't reach for. He's incredibly athletic. You know, it, and, and he's he just takes up a lot of room, which is big in the run game. So, you know, he's the center of their defense, and I just really mm-hmm. like this guy's playing style. And I love his, like, it's kind of like Cam Chancellor playing that, you know, strong safety position. 6'3", yep. strong safety. Is really unheard of. You know what I mean? Like, they're generally not that big, right? So a five middle linebacker right. is kind of like, whoa. All of a sudden, I can line them up on a tight end, and they can at least yep. you know defend the jump ball. You know, it adds that extra element of just uniqueness to that position that gives that advantage. And um, yeah, I, I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to you know be the main reason why our run game is going to struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, this week, especially at the start. Like I'm sure we'll we'll get the yards eventually, but it's going to be you know it's going to be tough. It's going to be a grind every single play. And, and I'm okay with that. I mean, it, I'm not expecting too many. If any, you know, 30, 40 yard runs. But, you know, if we can get three yards of carry, three to four yards of carry, I mean, that's 
that's really good, you know, and it opens up the run game and it keeps the ball moving, you know. Um, And it's exactly what happened last year. I mean, we we kept the opposing offense off the field. And so if that's, Mm. you know, if two-thirds of our plays are run plays, you know, like get three or four yards and you just keep moving the chains, I'm okay with that as long as you capitalize and get touchdowns. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think when you're talking about names, those are really the two that I'm worried about. If you can find a way to take care of those guys – Again, the offense shouldn't have too big of a problem. What I want to see, look, I mean, Noah Fant was targeted 11 times last week. That is fantastic. And after his game a couple weeks ago where he had that 75-yard run against the Browns, now all of a sudden we're targeting him, you know, the the number of times he deserves to be. Uh, But players like Deshaun Hamilton, I mean, what we saw last week was he was on the, you know, he was out the front, I think it was like 49 plays or something like that essentially he just got a good workout he wasn't targeted once Mm -hmm. you know and things like that i think we need to find a way to get these other guys involved uh keep the defense on their toes of you know hey who are they going to throw to um but i think it's very possible against this defense i mean uh it's going to be a close and low scoring game but we have got to find a way to win that type of game because that's what we've been in pretty much all season, you know. And if we can find a way to to win they, yeah. in that situation, now we start getting that confidence in ourselves. It sets us up for next year. And it's kind of the, that's the reason why the Bills are seven and three and not three and seven because they've won in those moments. You know, those moments where you just need to dig deep and get the touchdown, they somehow have made it happen. And it's generally off the back of uh, Josh Allen improvising and running upfield and just, you know, getting those extra yards because he's like seven foot 14, <laughs> right? So, you know, that stride alone is enough to get like five, six yards at a time. So, you know, it, it's, it's the little things, you're absolutely right, that make the difference. And, you know, this week's going to be a big test of that because here's a team that's really, really, really good at the little things. I listened to an interview with uh, McDermott before the season, and he, the way he described the players that they picked up for the offense through free agency was great because he, he went after them for their, you know, sort of ability to make the offense better as opposed to, you know, big name on the market. So guys like Frank Gore that they brought in and Cole Beasley, like these are players that are experienced, that can help Josh Allen, that can, you know, that 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 are able to get the yards and the points and all that because they've done it. You know, they're experienced. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's cool leadership in that organization. I think they're over you know, reaching their expectations again. And it's going to be it's going to be a good defensive matchup this week. No more of this annoying offense shootout. It's going to be a hard nose, you know, <laughs> grind out kind of game. But again, I mean, if we can contain uh, Kyle Allen, uh, no, sorry, Josh Allen. There's too many Allens in the league now. <laughs> it's one of the three. Uh, if we can, con- Brandon Allen, Kyle yeah. Allen, Josh. Josh Allen, Allen is the, the yeah, OG. Exactly. He's the original Allen. We've got um, one too. True. Uh, if we can contain him, man, that's going to be huge because not only are we going to, you know, I think we're going to. Yeah, exactly. We have we have the mobile Brandon Allen on our side. So, um, you know, we're just going to have to find a way to see where, you know, we're even in these categories. We're going to have to find a way to get the upper hand. Um, and, you know, they're, they're going to have to be – what's the word? They're just going to have to stay consistent throughout the game. Uh, you know, even somebody like McManus who – I. You know, we never hardly ever have anything bad to say about him. We need him to have a solid game throughout. You know, I mean, that's a part of the reason why we lost last week is we had to go for that touchdown at the end versus the the field goal. And if we can find a way to play consistent, we're going to win. 
consistently good. Sorry, we're consistently well. We're going to win. It's okay. We don't we don't uh, grade you on your grammar here. No, that's fine. Plus, <laughs> no. um, you're the boss. You can. It's the bourbon. Everybody. It's the bourbon I'm drinking. And I'm getting thing, ready for Tuesday show. Right, right. <laughs> you're a raging alcoholic. I forgot. <laughs> you know, one thing I think we may see. Um, is uh, we may see somebody like Vaughn Miller used as a spy uh, against Josh Allen because that's one thing that they really like to do in that Buffalo offense is keep him moving out of the pocket, you know, design quarterback runs, option runs that, you know, sometimes turn into quarterback keepers. He's a guy who can make people miss in the open field, and he's a big enough guy that he'll, you know, make you think maybe he's going to slide so you back off him, and then he runs you over and gets four more yards out of it. You know, it's. I think we may see them give a little bit of respect to his ability to make plays with his legs, maybe even to the point where they respect it more than they respect his ability to make plays with his arm. Um, but yeah, I think I would not be surprised if we see some of those looks out of the Broncos' defense this week. I think I think the best way to stop this guy is just to confuse yeah. him mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, throw in those weird coverages and those weird sort of like matchups, and I think that'll be enough for him to. You know, break down his mechanics and just kind of make yep. those errant throws. Yep. So, I mean, if only it were so simple. But uh, I think that if um, if the Broncos do go down that line, I think it'll be um, you know yeah. beneficial, much higher, sure at least side. a be- much higher chance of success. Yeah, yeah, and that's of yeah. course you know that's yeah. obviously one thing Fangio's known for is is making those exotic coverages and and confusing quarterbacks with them. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So I mean, like. Uh, it's kind of a rough spot in the season, you know. Three and seven. It's hard to to kind of you know keep building on this, but um, you know, looking up into uh, into this matchup and then the rest of the league a little bit, um, you know, do you think that the Broncos may still have a chance to to reach the playoffs or be in wild card contention? And if so, what do you think needs to happen for that to really, you know, come into fruition? David looks like it can't happen. He looks like he looks like uh, I have to yeah. hedge right now. So um, I'm going to say his idea is no. Kevin, you're optimistic uh, more than. Look, am I am I optimistic that we could be not last in the division? Yes. Could we get upwards mm. of even second place in the division? Sure. Um, could we finish nine and no. seven? Can we finish no? seven and nine? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, that's probably the, okay. the ceiling, to be honest with you. But and that's a lot oh, more yeah. respectable than you know six and ten even. I mean. Nine and seven is—I mean—you're oh, yeah. you're that close to having a, a break-even season, and uh, you're almost all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're almost average, but after the the couple of seasons we've had so far, almost average would be pretty dang good. You know what I mean? It'd be very so nice. I, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I just think I, see I what just you're the playoffs are out of out of bounds for us. It's not going to happen. But mm. that's why we need to keep watching these games because of these younger guys. You know and. I'm really hoping Drew Locke gets that start on December 1st. If he does, then I have some confidence in saying, okay, this team is serious about looking to have Drew Locke be the quarterback of the future. Yeah. And that raises a whole lot of questions of what are we going to do in the first round next year, blah, 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 blah. We'll talk about that later. Oh, man. But if we're sticking with Brandon Allen and he keeps playing well and they keep him in until like the last or second to last game of the season, well, now I'm, what I'm seeing is we're getting a our backup quarterback experience – that he can rely on in the future, but we're not looking to have Drew Locke next year. But these these young right. players coming about and seeing what they're capable of and building a playoff-worthy team at the end of the season is what I'm looking for. Can we play 
you know, among the the better teams that are that are going to the playoffs because that's what's going to lead into the success right. next year. Yeah, but you know, Cam Newton become a free agent and uh, <laughs> do you want me to go on a rant? You, do you want me to go on a rant? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm well, you are. Rant. Rant. You I already are caught now. this rant on Tuesday, yeah. so I'm gonna, if, if Kevin's going to start <laughs> ranting, go watch I'll the show. Out. No, just go watch Ooh, the show, guys. Cuts out. Last Tuesdays. Yes, yeah. No, just go watch it on Facebook. Like I don't need to rehash it, but just. Oh my god. <laughs> Screw you guys! I'm exactly, hurry. exactly. Yeah, no, no, I get you. Let's let's not go down that road. That's um, <laughs> not a history down that road. <laughs> no, not a history down that road. Most people don't come back from down that road. The Broncos wouldn't. <laughs> uh, the Broncos are, are so are, far down that road. It's our road at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the milkman. <laughs> Well, they'll sue us, man. We don't have licensing. Anyways, back to football. Um, yeah, it's it. You know, it's a weird part in the season where you know your team's not going to make the playoffs, and you got to keep going. It's kind of like when you quit a job, and you got you gave you two weeks' notice, and now you just yeah. got to like pretend yeah. to care, right? <laughs> like, you know, right before you go, but you're checked out. You know, as a fan, it's kind of like that weird spot. I mean, like, not saying that we're checked out or anything. Like, we're very much into this. But uh, um, who's your like other favorite team right now? What team are you really high on in the Ooh, league? That's a good question. You know, I, it, it's nice to see the Packers playing well again for me. It's nice to see Aaron Rod- You know, all of the questions around them, and oh, will they get along with this head coach and this, that, and the. Other. And to be a hundred percent honest with you, I still don't know if that relationship is all the way figured out, or if the coach at this point has just caved into Aaron Rodgers like everybody else in his. Career career has but you know the results speak for themselves they're you know eight and two and well on their way to another playoff appearance so yeah you know it's much better than seeing the josh jacobs led that's not even a right name but whoever was playing quarterback for them last year uh packers flail about ineffectively on a field this is a a lot more fun to watch it's a much better league when the packers are good yeah most definitely can i just say the nfc in general i mean between the Packers and even Seattle is looking really good, and then oh, the 49ers. The 49ers. I mean, the NFC you want to talk be about insane this year? Exactly. You want to watch good damn football in this uh, this postseason? It's going to be in the NFC. I mean, I think any yeah. of those teams could beat uh, the uh, the Patriots, uh, but then you got Baltimore. Yeah. I think if any team's going to uh, prevent uh, the Patriots from going to the Super Bowl, it's going to be Baltimore. Baltimore. But destroy. I mean, that, they're the only they're they're the only AFC team. But you look at these NFC teams, yeah. and you're saying there's a lot of. I mean, the 49ers are alone are yeah. looking fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and even the bad teams are kind of still good. Look at, I mean, you know, the Falcons are they, they are what they are, but they somehow pulled off a huge win against both the Saints and the Panthers. Yeah, out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, their defense was garbage throughout the year. They come off a bye, and they, you know, reduce the Saints to nine points. The Panthers, same thing. Like, what the heck is happening? The Bucks have pulled off some weird wins. The Lions, the Lions almost stopped the uh, the Chiefs. Like, even the worst teams, other than the uh, the Washington and uh, Giants, like those two are, you know, right. whatever they suck. <laughs> but like everybody, like yeah, even, even the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals have pulled off, and wins, they've got Kyler it's, it's Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, and it's not like falling apart. You know that it's yeah. Yeah, I had no belief in that relationship, but now it's like actually kind of working. And it's 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 cool to they watch. I just need to get a good uh, defensive coach, but that's just yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> the, well, the record speaks for itself. I, I exactly. Know. Yeah, and they're still three and seven and one. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still kind of suck, but they don't right. suck as much as other teams. Um, but yeah, th- this year the whole NFC. I mean, the playoff picture yeah, is wide the, open right now. 
you just so mentioned the Ravens. I want to go back to the Ravens for a second. They yeah, destroyed please. the Texans last week. I the thought Texans. that was oh, like oh, a yeah. game that should have been flexed into prime time. You know, Deshaun yep. Watson. Yep. I thought that was going to be really it, and they just wa- they just wiped them out. You know, was it 41 7? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's Lamar Lamar Jackson is not a guy who I thought was going to be able to be this effective with his arm. And I think it's a credit to both him and to the coaching staff who's putting him in really good positions. But, man, he's he delivering some balls that are just insane. Um, and, oh, yeah. you know, he's doing it with his legs. Obviously, everybody knew he was going to be able to do that. But to see that guy grow into, you know, it's going to be a fun league with him and Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes the next 10 years. Mahomes, it's going to be, yeah. yeah. Even Deshaun now, Watson, he's yeah. like his third yeah, year. Yeah, he's got, he's got a, a very high ceiling as well. I don't think he's reached his maximum potential oh, either. It's this, no, and it's because his yeah. offensive line is garbage. But, like, what I really like about these guys, the new crop of, like, quarterbacks, they're all yeah. unique. You know, they kind of all play – to like in, in different styles, like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, they're they're two incredibly mm-hmm. dynamic players, but they don't they're not Very dynamic much, in the right. same ways, you know. And that's that, that's that's fascinating because it just gives that extra element of like, wow, this is actually fun because now these players are unpredictable, and every week we're going to get something different with them, and you know, it's always going to be electric, and and it's just so refreshing because like think about like the uh, the Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady sort of like decade that we've yeah. just come through. They're all stand-up quarterbacks in the pocket. They just sit there and they deliver the ball. And I mean, not taking anything away from them, but they kind of, although they're different styles, they resemble each other very, very, yeah. you know, very well. And and now with Mahomes and uh, and uh, you know Jackson and and Watson and there's you know a few other ones too that are just. Yeah, Super, even, even Mayfield. Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Mayfield's having a bad year, but man, these guys are all just like electric in their own ways, and it's just like I feel like we're watching the birth of oh, a new totally. generation of elite quarterbacks. You know this new this new style of QB, man. These are like millennials. These are young people coming through here, and it's like wow, they're better already than the, like I think Patrick Mahomes. It's something like. Uh, 8,000 yards and 60 touchdowns. Yep. He's had you know 8,000 yards and 60 touchdowns in 25 games or something like that, which is faster than anybody else ever in the history of the NFL. And they, he compared, uh, I think he's compared to like Peyton Manning and Drew Brees did that in that same sort of time span, but they yeah. did it in the middle yeah. of their careers. You know, Mahomes comes in his first year, he just rips the entire league apart. The second year, he's still doing it. Next year, mm-hmm. guess what? He's going to keep doing it. So we're looking at the guy who's probably going to break the records if he stays healthy. And then Lamar Jackson's, you know, he's up on pace for 1,300 yards. Please, man. When's the last time we, you know, the when's the last time somebody said about you know a Michael Vick type of running back? Everybody said uh, quarterback. Everybody said Michael Vick would, you know, he's unique. He'll yeah, never do this. Absolutely. This guy's gonna be better than Vick. Easily. And guess what? He actually he's in his play playbook. He's learning. He's getting better. Whereas Vick said himself that he he took it for granted. He didn't work hard early in his career, and now Jackson's doing it. Man, like. It's it's just amazing to see. Now that the Patriots are almost done, you got some new powerhouses coming up in the in the AFC, and it's just fantastic to kind of have that rebirth of energy because the AFC has yeah. been stale for it has, yeah. twenty yeah. years. Honestly. So talking about this, the the quarterbacks of this next generation, more so reason why I think we're gonna. I mean, this is this is why we're gonna go draft another quarterback in the first round. It's a quarterback heavy class. We're done being two or three years behind. Uh, but that's exactly what we need to compete against these guys. If we want to be um, taken seriously in the NFL and the AFC, we have to have a quarterback that does similar, has similar strengths. 
is able to move, is able to be a quarterback slash running back, and then you 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 team that up with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, and you have receivers like yeah. uh, Corlin Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. I still think is awesome. But you got Tim Patrick uh, and Noah Fant. These these young guys that are finally coming about after some you know several good drafts. If we get that centerpiece of that that quarterback that can kind of match and rival the other quarterbacks we're just talking about, that's when the Broncos are going to be in the same discussion, you know, as as a powerhouse team. Yeah, and it's it's just hard to find because like, mm-hmm. look at Tua, he might not even be drafted don't get this year. Tua. This poor guy, I don't man. want Tua to begin well, with. I, yes, oh, well. I you know you know whatever it is, but it's just you know I, I feel terrible for this kid. But now it just makes that whole class yeah. a little bit tighter and more intense. You know you may have to draft mm-hmm. up to get that right. pick right because the Bengals will have to take a, a, a QB first yeah. overall or whoever team is up there. The Bengals or who you know Dolphins or whatever like so. Then after that you know the number two guy who would have been the number three guy becomes that much yep. more valuable. I could see that happening. So I'd be okay with and we'll cover this later. I'm okay with John Elway trying to do something to make that happen. He's not going to go after two. Oh yeah. But if he has to trade up to get the second guy, okay, that's – if we lose two yeah. or three other draft picks for it, okay. I'm okay with that. There's been great draft classes recently. You know, the team's got a nice foundation going. At the same time, every other team that's drafted that elite quarterback has traded up to get him, other than the uh, the Browns. But the Ravens traded back in the first round and got Lamar yep. Jackson. They, the Bills traded up to get Josh Allen. Uh, no, did they? I think they traded back. Can't Whatever. There's a trade involved. Like uh, Pat Mahomes, they traded a fortune to get that pick. The Eagles did that with Wentz. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the list goes on and on, right? So it's like if you want that guy, you got to go get him. Yep. Plain and simple. You can't wait for him to fall to you. Otherwise, you just get Drew Locke. And this team is close. And I don't know, David, if you, I mean, well, if you agree with it, the team is close. The record doesn't show this. But you look yeah. at the defense. But, you look how many times we've, we've lost. You can say to the you know the refs and whatever, but it's just this team isn't complete and the offense can't play. And even sometimes the whole team can't play all four quarters. Uh, but we are we are close. We add some really good depth and more youth to this team. I'm I'm serious. In the next two to three years, if we continue drafting the way we are and we hit one or two more jackpots, this team is going to be good for. 10, 10 oh, absolutely. plus years. Absolutely. I mean, we're four games that we lost by, like, you know, less than, you know, three, yep. four points, right? It's a very close game. So it's just a few things go our way, and then, you know, we're seven and three, and it's a whole other conversation. But it's, you know, you know, I, I, I do agree with you. I think it's a better team than the record shows. And we just got to have to, like, um, you know, we just got to hold on right now because it's it's going to turn around, but we, we're going to need that QB yeah. Yeah. for that to uh. happen. No, I'm sorry, David's like, totally ready to just go to I want to hear his thoughts. I want to hear his thoughts. On it's just I, a lot of guys need to take a lot of steps forward. And I remember saying kind of something like this at the beginning of the season that we had a lot of ifs, and if most or all of those ifs went our way, we'd be a playoff team. And yep. as we've seen, none of, like almost none of those ifs went our way at least to start the season and now some of those guys some of those things that we needed to go right for the entire year are going right now but it's just it's yeah. been such a work in progress with this team every single week we are always that kind of that two steps forward and one step back or one and a half steps back team where we we see some improvement in one area and we think Oh, we've got that locked down now. We've got that fixed. Let's build on that for the next game. And in the next game, they totally they take another step back in that. And uh, you know, the, 
Yeah, one step right. forward, two yeah. steps back. I mean, just this Minnesota game, yeah. we see we saw it again where they just couldn't close out, couldn't score points in the fourth quarter, and we thought that we had we had that down. And you know, we so it's it's now we've got yep. to kind of go back to the drawing board on that and say, how do we get this team to play for four quarters again? So until you can start answering those questions a little more consistently, for me, this team is not that close yet. You know, I. But well, I agree. But that's what we need to see in the last four or five games of the season. And if we see it, then we can have a different conversation. But exactly. to me, exactly. right now, it's just a bunch of young guys who are getting better but are not ready to play competitive football, maybe even not early next year either. You know, if okay. if they keep playing, that's fair. you know, again, if they really improve and, and get more consistent in the last four or five games here, We'll have a different conversation at that point, but I want to see it first. That's why I want to say two to three years from now. This is really the first rebuilding season that we've had. you got to forget the last two years. This is our first rebuilding season. Yeah. Two to three Vince years. Vince Joseph was a mistake. Yeah, he put us two years behind just that you know that alone. Um, you know, Vince Joseph's kind of like that rebound. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That you kind of like you have to go through, but it's just kind of like you know it's a mistake <laughs> at the end of the day, right? We, Peyton Manning <laughs> broke up with us. You know, he left, and then we just rebounded, and it just yep. didn't go well. And then now we're, you know, we found somebody we can settle down with. So, uh, I hope. But he's really he old, is. though. You know, maybe what I mean? that just means he's real yep. stable. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, look at how long he had that kidney stone. Uh, Trust me. No, no impulsive decisions <laughs> Yo, there. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. No, for sure. But, uh, anyways, let's um, let's wrap this up a little bit. What uh, what's our predictions for the weekend here? Broncos and Bills. Oh boy, I don't know. I I've been waffling back and forth on this one, and I just want to feel good for a minute. So I'm gonna go ahead and call it Broncos win 13 to 10. Yeah, Ooh, low scoring okay, game. Low it's scoring. gonna be right, McManus winning field yeah, we'll goal. We'll see. Yeah, or if if or McManus okay. in a position to win it with a field goal at the end. We'll see if he comes through. Mm. No, he needs a bounce back after yeah, last. Yeah, maybe week. even like 13 12. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Four field goals. Thirteen right. to twelve point yeah. nine. Can no, we do that? that? If we could, we would. No, there you go. There you go. No, yep. again, low scoring game. And uh, as much as I'm the optimist, um, I'm going to go back to uh, you know, it's only crazy if it's if it doesn't work. And I picked the Broncos to lose against the Browns. We won. I picked the Broncos to win against the Vikings, and we lost. So I'm going to go back to that formula, and I'm going to pick the the Bills. Again, another close game. I'm thinking, uh, oof, 17-14. That's what I think it's going to be. 17-14 for for the Bills. Bills. And you know what? Just like last time, if I'm wrong, I will gladly eat my words. Uh, But if this was why we win, I will keep keep picking against the Broncos as long as it means we keep winning. You know, That's the kind of fan I am. I'm doing it for them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good one. But you know what? Mm, I'm just thinking they're traveling to Buffalo. Yep. I actually live down the street from the stadium, man. I don't know I'm not at this game right? tour on uh, this weekend. Come on, Matt. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sure tickets are still available. Mm. Oh, no, they're, sell- Probably, they're selling man. tickets for $4. I'm not even kidding you. Why didn't we talk about this yet? Seriously, they're selling tickets for $4. No. No. Or was that the Redskins yeah, game? That's probably, that was the Redskins yeah. game. Never mind. But either way, you're right probably. there. I'm sure there's tickets. You I'm looking it up right now. So Do it. I think it was the Redskins game that but, was $4. Yo, why didn't we talk about this, man? Y'all should have flown up to Buffalo and I just drive right? down there. Shame any Christmas. But oh well. My God. We're clearly the freaking best <laughs> so organization in this room. So good. 
yeah, we could have done this, man. Um, no, I don't. You know what? They're they're up in Buffalo, but they're outside. You know, I just uh, this is gonna be a tight game. It's hard. I don't know who's gonna win, but I think the final score is gonna be nineteen sixteen. Okay. I think it's you know it's gonna be one of these like kicking heavy games, right? Last minute's get you know whoever's gonna get it. A few turnovers. I think that Josh Allen throws a pick. Um, and man, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills just because they're at home and it's a bit of a, a, a long trip. But other than that, man, it could be the Broncos. But I'm going the Bills, 1916. Okay. Um, but that's a, you know, I don't there know. are oh, many tickets, seats David? available for twenty five dollars or less. <laughs> many Boom. seats. Boom. You're gonna <laughs> spend more on You're gas. You're gonna spend more on the fees the for these than yeah. the actual tickets. <laughs> the I'm telling you. My yeah. God, go be our Orange mm. Weekly representative. Mm. Yeah, I'll give out stickers, Kev. <laughs> That's why I pass them out to you guys. It's all about the stickers, man. It's all about the stickers. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, once again, it's been a blast. Enjoyed it. Always a good time. Uh, do you have any party Boy, words? I am really glad that nobody can see how many times I yawned during this podcast. And uh, I guess I just spoiled that by telling you. Um, but Yeah, right? <laughs> but, it, guys, it was like every yeah, minute. No, absolutely. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> anyway, at least it's going to be fun to see these young guys just take another step forward, hopefully, this week and, and learn some new stuff. Um, you know, like we've been saying, there's lots of reasons to still watch this team. So stick with us because we're going to be we're, we'll be here to the end of the season one way or the other, guys. And we're going to be back Damn next right. year. And the year after that, I mean, we're not going anywhere. Um, we don't no, have lives. Never going to Come on. So Shh, don't tell them that, man. <laughs> we're busy sports analysts. <laughs> Before I get my closing thoughts, quick question. Who's going to have better stats, Josh Allen or Brandon Allen? Ooh, Josh Allen. Okay. I'm also going to go with Josh Allen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because he can run. And just the running ability, he'll probably have like six he'll runs probably, for like 40 something He's going to have some runs that are to... just going to make your hair fall out if you're a Broncos fan. I'm telling you right yeah. now. Because think yep. of the middle linebackers. You know what I mean? They can't cover shit. So, I mean, like, Brent, uh, Josh Allen's just going to, you know dance around these guys so i think he's gonna have the better stats i just think brandon allen's a little uh yeah a little yeah, green yeah. still yeah. oh know? yeah he's close he's getting better but yeah okay. how about you kev you know what i i'm gonna go ahead and say brandon allen i'm gonna say we still mm-hmm. lose but but <laughs> the throws that brandon allen has made and the the plays he's he i mean we're just sitting there like holy crap corlin Sutton did what i mean that was the the, the the throw from brandon allen that put the ball in that position right um even then, you know, I think he knows that he's going to have to make some plays. He's going to have to kind of run around himself. And that offensive line is going to keep falling apart uh, and means he, mm. he's going to have to find a way to extend these plays. And I think with that, I, I'm going to go and say, you know, he threw that one interception last week. I'm going to say he has zero interceptions. I think Josh Allen is asking for an interception after going five, five games without one. So I think at the end of the day, it's going to be close again. I think Brandon Allen will have the better stats. Uh, but we were going to lose in, in another last second situation. Mm. Uh, but either way, you know, I think it's good. And, and That's nice. you know, I, I, I'm, I think this is the hardest game to predict. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've got no idea how right. it can go. Two defensive teams with mediocre offenses, like, or quarterbacks mm-hmm. rather. You know, I think it's just, you know, it could go either way. Whoever has the most luck that day, I yeah. think it's, it's who's going to win. Exactly. Really. 
And so that's that's my closing mm-hmm. thoughts right there, man. You're right. It's, it's whoever okay, gets the, yeah, oh, that's it. I'm done. I'm gonna shut up now. No, but uh, perfect. Actually, yeah, <laughs> really up, quickly, yeah. really quickly. I gotta I gotta plug some stuff. It's uh, some ads time. Okay, yeah. yeah you gotta do my thing, guys. I'm gonna add this. Uh, I'm gonna edit this out. Perfect. Post, that's okay. Worry. It gives me just, practice because I do this on the Tuesday show. Yeah, so I got to really keep this like eight uh, minutes yeah. ago. So did every single person oh, listening. Okay, make it quick. Monday night show, Tuesday night show, pregame podcast, postgame podcast, pregame, uh, yeah, pregame show on Facebook, halftime hash show. You got it all right here at Orange Weekly. Check out the Facebook and uh, make sure you follow this podcast right here. Hit that subscribe button. Give us some feedback. Appreciate it, guys. Boom. Quickest I've ever Donate done. Donate to our right Patreon. Oh man, I forgot. See, this is why I need to practice. I forgot that one. Yeah, donate to our Patreon. We're giving, <laughs> we're doing another giveaway here soon. Ooh, excellent, perfect. Um, well, thank you very much for your closing remarks, Kev. All through, all you know, four minutes of them. But um, <laughs> it was a question to start with, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever it is. Um, I'm not even going to add anything to that. It's fantastic. I think we're up for a good game. And uh, as always, go, go Broncos. Broncos. Go Broncos. Bang.